0: Hello friends, a very warm welcome to all of you on 5th episode of Corporate Banters with DK presented by Star Performers Consulting. This podcast is very special. This podcast is not about lessons learned sitting in plush office, however, it is about how despite all odds and whatever life throws, one can still find courage and motivation to get up and do something meaningful. Very rarely we come across a person who had a very glamorous life working under one of the top fashion designers of India, Savya Sachi Mukherjee, and then life threw one of his worst curveball by giving cancer into first year of the marriage. The brave person that she is, she defeated the cancer and looked into the eyes of life again with all her jest. During the first pregnancy, life gave her another jolt of having to go through the trauma of cancer again. She defeated cancer yet again. She gave up her professional career to start a socially impactful business along with her husband, Mr. Sanchit Agarwal. The name of the company is NuMe, which focuses on preventive woman health from poverty to menopause. Hold your breath, my friends, when I introduce you to two-time cancer survivor, mother of three-and-a-half-year-old boy Kabir, and founder of NuMe, Aditi Mittal. While life could plan anything, Aditi Mittal would like to say, I'm up for it, and no matter what, I will succeed. A person who symbolizes woman power and indomitable spirit. Aditi, what a great honor it is to have you on this podcast. It is truly a very humbling moment for me to meet you.
1: Thank you so much, Uh, Deepak. It's my pleasure to be here today.
0: Aditi, for the sake of our audience, tell us a bit about your journey as a fashion designer.
1: I did my fashion designing from NIFT Chandigarh. And then shortly after that, after passing out from college, I joined Sabisaji Mukherjee. I worked with him for almost 14 years of my life. And um, he was a mentor. He taught me a lot of things. I feel like very few people that I know of can say that they had a great professional life. And I'm definitely one of those lucky ones. So no regrets there. We did a lot of firsts together with Sabya. We did a lot of international shows together. We started uh, opening a lot of stores together. We did a lot of Bollywood movies together. That is like the most glamorous part of the entire career. So uh, we enjoyed a lot of firsts together and uh, yeah, no regrets.
0: So which is the f- biggest budget Bollywood movie you guys did?
1: We did Black together. And then we uh, did Laga Chudri Me Daag together. We did a lot of them with Rani Mukherjee, Vidya Baler, Amitabh Bachchan. So it was fun and uh, something that now I look at movies from a different perspective altogether because I know what goes behind the lens and how much hard work it is.
0: All right. Moving on. As I mentioned earlier, you have survived cancer two times. So it has been really tough for you during that phase of your life. What kept you going and how were you motivating yourself?
1: The first time I got cancer, I was 26 years old and I had just gotten married. It had been just like a year or so. And one night, I suddenly feel a lump in my breast and we decided to go to the doctor. And after running a few tests, the doctor said that you know you have cancer. At that time, I remember it was me and my husband who were gone. And then the doctor asked us to take a few minutes to ourselves and he asked us to step out. In that particular moment, both of us had completely lost our minds. We we were completely blown away. We had no idea what to do, what would be the next steps. Because the word itself, cancer is so big mm. in your heads that you feel that, you know, this is, this is the stopping, you can't get across this. But there was a switch that happened and I remember Sanchit holding my hand and he told me, Adi, whatever has happened, we will get past all of this. And uh, that's exactly what happened. That first leap of faith that I got, the belief that he showcased in my capabilities, that he showcased in the fact that this is just something that we need to give time to and we will get out of this, was the first step for me. And then it was always upwards from me then. Then, of course, comes a strong family and a non-judgmental house. And uh, I was lucky to have a great ecosystem of family members who supported me, who took it as a challenge. Mm. Not just me, it was them also in this fight with me. So, yeah, I mean, it's as I always say that cancer is not really a fight of an individual. It's a war that the entire family is fighting together. I'm glad that I had some strong people beside me, people with a positive mindset. It's important at these times to keep yourself motivated is to find a purpose, something that you, it's like a goal that you inching towards. And for me at that time, the purpose was that I was too young and I wanted to see the world. Mm. My professional career was going perfectly fine. And, you know, it was all glorified, it was amazing. And so I didn't want to stop then. So I think not doubting the fact for a single day that we are not going to get past this, we are not going to get over this, was something that kept me motivated. Mm. Um, Second time, it was, of course, uh, 10 years later when I gave birth to my son. And uh, I was very disappointed that I was a different mindset. I was angry. I knew what this treatment is going to take out of me, how difficult the journey is going to be. And I wanted to spend every second of that time with my son, but I couldn't. And it was very difficult for myself to keep myself motivated. I feel what I've learned both these times is how you train your mind, what you keep feeding your mind. And uh, I was almost in a hurry to get back to my son, to get back to the life. So I kept training my mind. I did accept all the emotions that I was going through. You need to make space for that as well. But uh, training your mind into believing that this is something that's going to be past you was something that kept me motivated.
0: Amazing. Few key takeaways for me. Spouse and family support is quite critical. Yes. And training your mind with positivity. So these two things plays a big role in overcoming no matter what comes at life. Right. I completely agree with you. Moving on to the new venture which you guys have started, you and your husband, Mr. Sanjit Agarwal, yes. New Me. Tell us a bit about NUMI and its future plans. And more importantly, how did you get the idea about Newmi?
1: The first time when I got cancer, when the doctor told me that you have cancer, the first thing that came to my mind was how. And then the second question was what I could have done to prevent it. And of course the answer was nothing because I was not even aware that this is something that could happen to me. Because we don't think in our yeah. wildest dreams that yeah. this is gonna to come to us, right? Yeah. But we don't think because we are not aware, we don't take meaningful steps before anything happens to us in order to ensure that, you know, mm-hmm. if something comes, it's of a smaller degree. Yeah. So preventive care is something that me and my husband both realized was lacking. And then 10 years later, when I got pregnant and I delivered a baby and then they told me that I had cancer again, we realized later that definitely there's a correlation between cancer and pregnancy because it's all about how your hormones are reacting inside your body. Mm. So there's definitely a connection, but we didn't know about it Mm. because we were not aware. We again lost a lot of space, a lot of time, and we could have done things to prevent a lot of things, but we didn't do that. Because we were not aware. Mm. So that's how the idea of new me came into place. We wanted to make a company around women health that focuses on their entire journey, that teaches them what all can go wrong. Mm. And so preventive care. Mm. Even after giving birth, I realized that the focus was a lot more on the baby and not as much on the mother. Mm -hmm. Whereas I feel that after giving birth, I think, for a woman, those three, four months are very, very critical. She's very vulnerable. She's emotionally drained, physically drained. The sort of ecosystem that could help and support women through these big milestones of their life mm-hmm. was what gave birth to Newmi. At Newmi, we do journey-based care plans for mm-hmm. women, focusing from their period care till their perimenopause journey. Uh, pregnancy, post-pregnancy. So we have all of that. What we're trying to solve through our journey-based journey, what it entails is mostly consultation, diagnostics, screening, their holistic wellness, which is something that we're really big on. And also we have a lot of products for their overall health.
0: Got it. Wellness.
1: About the future plans, I would say we would like to concentrate on women-specific cancer. Like breast cancer, cervical cancer, ovarian cancer, mm-hmm. because we do understand that if you diagnose them earlier, find about them earlier, then they're curable. Yeah. So that's one thing that we have plans for new me in future, and of course, create awareness all through the journey, educate women for proactive and preventive care,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and self-care and timely diagnostics.
0: Wow. Most of the companies which has, let's say, social meaning, what I've seen is those company originates from some personal experience. And of course, you had a terrible experience to go through to even come on with this idea. So, I mean, I just hope nobody has to go through that kind of a pain to come mm-hmm. out with this idea. But recently, uh, I met a person, his daughter was dyslexic, and that's how he started a company for early learning and languages.
1: you Wow. business with purpose business
0: with purpose ourselves. yeah absolutely yeah. i agree and more than the business profit and all of these things will come in at some point in time it's a question of what impact you make and that gives a very different credibility to the company because you are not focused only on the money side of the things what right. you are really focusing on the outcome of right. what you are intending to and monetization of that outcome is basically secondary as compared right. to what you are really after. Right. And that's where the, the nobility comes into the picture, right?
1: <laughs> right.
0: Now, what would be your advice to people who are suffering from severe ailments on how to keep their motivation level up?
1: It's definitely a challenge. Every day is a challenge. Every day throws something new at you and you. You do not know how to handle it. And while you're going through it, as I said, that you need to condition your mind but your mind also throws a lot of questions at you. Mm. Will you surpass this? Will you be able to go through it? And sometimes it gives up on you and says, "No, you can't do it."
0: Yeah.
1: At that time, I feel that it's very important that you have somebody that you you can look up to who mm. has gone through similar experiences and still, you know, they are leading like normal, happy life today. Mm-hmm. I think that that is something that I really missed when I was going through cancer the first time. I did not have that sort of role model around me, those sort of people who could become my strength mentally, who could tell me that today, no matter what you're going through right now, eventually you will get past all of this. So having a role model is very important. If you Mm -hmm. can't find one, I became a role model for myself. And I say it with pride today that whatever situation I'm in today, uh, and I feel that this is very tough. I look back at what I've gone through and how I pulled myself out of it, and that gives me a lot of strength. So find a role model or become a role model for yourself. Is something that I would say really helps. Mm-hmm. If you have somebody who is suffering around you in your family, it's uh, important that you give them a non-judgmental environment. An environment where they can be themselves and not feel that, you know, because of them, your life has stopped because eventually it will, right? It impacts everybody in family, friends. So giving them an environment where they feel absolutely secured and they can be themselves, that helps. Mm -hmm. And the biggest learning that I've had is it really matters how you talk to yourself. Mm. What you see in yourself, how you can motivate yourself. I used to have dull days where I used to stand in front of the mirror and just start a conversation with myself. And even if those words at that time did not come to me naturally, but I used to say it to myself Mm -hmm. and then eventually I used to get there. So respecting your body, respecting what you are going through, acknowledging each and every emotion that you're going through helps. And then talking yourself out of it is one of the biggest things that I still do to myself on a daily basis.
0: Wow. It's called manifestation. In fact, the perfect example of manifestation. Yes. Yes. It's called
1: manifestation. But yeah, I mean, if you look at yourself in the mirror and say that, oh my God, what has happened to you? You know, you are not. Because I have really seen myself in a completely different body altogether. Like, I could not recognize myself. There were days that I used to not even want to look at myself in the mirror because I had no hair. I had only one breast. I had postpartum weight on myself and uh, I was suffering. But, you know, I used to force myself to go in front of the mirror, look at my body and acknowledge what it has gone through Mm -hmm. and how much strength uh, it has that I'm still standing on both my feet and looking at myself and talking. So acknowledging all of that and thanking my body every day for what it's come through. And uh, telling myself that this is not going to be forever, whatever situation you are in, whether it's it's a bad mm-hmm. marriage, whether it's a bad job, or you know, mm-hmm. if you're suffering, but remembering that this is not going to last forever, that really helps. And uh, what else? I would say gratitude. We do not understand the weight of this word till the time we actually apply it to our lives. And when you apply it, when you are at your lowest, that's when you'll see the power and the strength of it.
0: Wow. I learned a lot of new things today. (laughs) The best part is talking to yourself in the mirror and the respect for gratitude. And I completely agree. It's very difficult for an individual to be thankful to what they have. We are always vying for or striving to get something more. In Hindi, it says, thoda hai, thoda ki hai. we actually forget about thoda hai. We always go after jo ki zarurat right? Right. Now, moving on to our next question. You are a symbol of woman power and indomitable spirit. By now, I think it is well established and beyond any doubt. How would do you recommend others to develop such power and spirit? Tough question.
1: I can only speak for myself, honestly. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I feel like whatever we talk or we say or we think, I think that mostly thoughts are yours, but words are somebody else's. Because you need some help to express those, whatever I'm saying today, or I keep saying to myself, those are words that belong to maybe somebody else. Mm -hmm. So we know and we are aware of a lot of things, but it's a question and a matter of fact that how many of us actually do implement it in our lives, in today's life? So implementing what you already know is good for you. Mm. Uh, what we read, implementing all of that. We know that it, it's healthy to eat healthy. Mm. It's it's good to exercise even 30 minutes a day. But how many mm. of us are actually doing that? So mm-hmm. implement it. Then um, build a relationship with your body. Mm. This is something that I have understood over the years. But I do know that every time I get sick, every time something is going wrong physically with me or mentally with me, my body has given me cues that sometimes I have ignored. Mm. So till the time you don't have the relationship with your body, till the time you do not sit with it for a couple of minutes in a day, you will not be able to hear what it's trying to tell you. So develop that relationship with your body and it will tell you, it will guide you know beforehand only that what can go wrong or something is wrong whatever and uh, switching your mindset from i hope i can to i will it's a very small switch but mm. i'm going to or i will mm. this as i said you have to keep strengthening your mind mm. Even little bits you can tell it in a day do that Finding your purpose, both the times I had one, even if it's a small purpose, but we all have a purpose. So find your purpose and uh, walk towards it. Addressing how you're feeling and letting your mind and body go through it uh, and make peace with it is important. Oh, can't really like brush your feelings under the carpet and try to move on. That doesn't happen. So yeah. address what you're feeling and. Yeah, I read somewhere that it said that your wound is probably not your fault, but your healing is your responsibility. And I feel strongly about that. Oh. Healing is your responsibility. Everything is in your hand. How you deal with it, how much time you take, it all depends on you. Yeah. And then eventually it all depends on your mind, what it's trying to tell you. Yeah. So that, and be a little high on self love. And make great friends and family who will always push you in the right direction, who will always influence your mind because they all influence your brain. Yeah. So surround, try to surround yourself with people who are full of positivity with the, you know, non-judgmental.
0: No, you are right. The people surrounding you, they can push you as much as they want to. Correct. The thing is what you said, I can to I will, that switch is so important. Because I can go and tell my loved ones, do this, do that. Unless that is there within them to do it, it will never happen. And I have seen with so many people, right? It's all that mind game, strengthening your mind and keep telling yourself that you can do it. And then those things getting manifested in your life. There are so many videos on YouTube and other channels nowadays teaching people how to manifest. It boils down to the basic of how you think. It's not a question of what mantras you can repeat or what you can do in terms of manifestation. It's as simple as just believing in yourself and going and do it.
1: Yeah, I think thoughts are really powerful and that's what I have learned through my journey. No matter what is coming to you in your life, if your thinking is solid, if it's strong, you can get through anything.
0: It's easier said than done, by the way, but I completely agree with you.
1: I've had my bad days. I've had dull days. Oh, my dad, family has had really terrible days. But I think what eventually mattered is how you give yourself time to face all of that. And then next day, you're ready to face it. again. That's what is the key of the entire thing.
0: Sure. That's all what I had for all the questions. Now we are going to have a bit of a fun. It's called Rapid sure. Fire Round. I'll ask you three or four or maybe five questions. Just answer in one or two words. Don't need to elaborate. It's just for the sake of fun for the audience.
1: Okay. Are you ready? Yes, I am.
0: Who, as per you, is the best fashion icon in Bollywood?
1: Sonam Kapoor.
0: So many people say Sonam Kapoor. I don't know why. She's good. One thing you'd like to change in fashion industry?
1: The judgment that comes with it.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> there is a lot of pre-notion about fashion industry. Right. Health consciousness in India on a scale of 1 to 10.
1: So today it's, uh, I would say, 5 to 6. 10 years back, it was hardly 1 or 2. But I'm just glad that now we're focusing on health and we understand and realize the
0: importance. Great. One advice for your husband, Mr. Sanchit Agarwal.
1: listen to me more and don't take too much of stress things will fall in place
0: any book recommendation
1: i read a book by oprah that was really good i've forgotten the name of the book but amazing book anybody that who needs a little bit of motivation should get that book
0: that's all what i had Ariti. uh it is i think one of the most humbling and pleasurable conversation I've had. I had goosebumps while talking to you. So many learnings to be honest. I can't even repeat all the learnings I've had in this podcast and I'm sure the audience is going to love all the learnings. One thing which I must say is has off to you for having gone through so much of pain and still being where you are. And I really wish you all the best for your new company new me. I would like to see that shining at the top of the corporate ladder.
1: Thank you so much, Deepa. That would mean uh, the world to me. Because all our energies, they go into new me. So, and thank you so much for your kind words. And this podcast, I hope it reaches more and more people and more and more women specifically.
0: It will. I'm absolutely sure about it.